In this episode, Shelby and I go over meal prepping because she was finding that when it came time to plan her shopping and prep for the week, she was getting overwhelmed and had a lot of thoughts that would stop her from executing. So we just went ahead and went through examples and things that she could cook during the week that she knew would be really simple and easy to put together. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you'd like more information on meal prepping, I have a free meal prep guide at gogetemcoach.com. I will also be talking about nutrition, especially through the holidays and the overwhelm that you may be facing when it comes to eating regular meals and eating at holiday events and things with family. So Tune in to my three-day free workshop inside my Facebook group. It'll be live November 29th through December 1st at 12 p.m. Eastern time. You can sign up to get the notifications and reminders of the lives at backtobalancechallenge.com. You'll also get the episode replays if you sign up. So make sure you sign up at backtobalancechallenge.com. We don't have to have fireworks at every meal because we can be super excited about our goals and we don't have to be excited about every single action and steps towards our goals because we can be super focused on how exciting it's going to be when we get there. Have you tried every diet? Do you struggle with gaining and losing the same 10 pounds month after month, year after year? just feeling burned out? Maybe you suspect your hormones are out of balance and to blame for making you feel crazy. I'm Emily Murphy, nutritionist, hormone expert, and weight loss coach, and I'm here to help you understand how to get your body back to balance, lose weight without crazy crash diets, and thrive through midlife and beyond. If you're ready to learn how to look and feel your best, you're in the right place. This is health, hormones, and done with dieting. We're talking about planning food and getting into a routine and system that doesn't overwhelm you. So when we talk about trying to find five breakfasts, five lunches, five snacks, or that in-between meal and five dinners that you already know you like, the macros are there. You know that you'll get your protein in. You know that you'll get your fiber. Then we toggle between the fats and the carbs, whether it's going to be a fat meal or a carb meal. And then we just decide like how we're going to, how many times we're going to eat that, what we're going to do with it. If we have at least five, we start with a really good base for planning our nutrition. So we've got five breakfast examples. Give me a couple of your... A couple of those would be turkey bacon or the herby breakfast sausages with egg whites. Sometimes that bagged spinach you can throw in a pan and wilt really quick and eat under almost anything. The egg muffins. Okay, egg muffins. So this is number two. Okay. There's egg muffins. Cottage cheese is another one for me. I can I can dress cottage cheese to be sweet or savory. Okay. So. That's a, it's like a base. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are you doing the protein pancakes ever? On the weekends. If I do this, it'll be on the weekend where I have a little more time. With okay. But that's one of your five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then do you ever do a shake? 
Oh, yes. Okay. So that's, that's five. We've got some type of breakfast meat, like the sausage or the bacon with the egg whites, because the meat's more fatty Then we add the lean egg whites plus a vegetable. We've got egg muffins that you can throw veggies and meat in. We've got a cottage cheese you can dress up in different ways and protein pancakes and then a protein shake. Okay. It sounds you put it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Super easy, right? Yeah. So if you put all of these on a sheet, and then we're going to go over lunch and dinner and snacks here real quick too, then you could start making your grocery list or making your meal plan and literally start circling the things you're going to do and then decide if there are things you're going to repeat or things you're going to add extra. Okay. All right. Now we've got lunch. So lunch, like I was saying, one of the things I do every single week is make chicken or canned tuna. It's usually tuna because we do eat a lot of chicken, but sometimes I just grab chicken because I'm at the grocery store and want to mix it up. But there's five of us. So we'll make five to literally 10 or whatever the Costco amount of tuna canned tuna is because the serving for canned tuna for me is the whole can. So there's no reason I need to make one can if if it's the same work to do five cans and it keeps pretty well. I've never had tuna go bad because it's easy to eat. It's easy to grab. And I usually just won't go in there and go, I don't want that. For some reason, it's very appealing to me. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be appealing to everybody listening, but (laughs) you got to find your things that are super easy. So we have to have some things that are really convenient, really easy, and then some things that you're willing to put in a little more effort and work. How does tuna sound for you? Tuna is great. So is the canned tuna salad or chicken salad. Okay. Those are great. What would be number two for you for lunch? Oh, this is where I get a little stuck. That's why we're here. For lunch. How about Um, some kind of low-carb wrap? What would you put in a wrap besides tuna? I do like the Applegate ham that you can roll up. You can buy the Black Forest ham or the turkey. So ham or turkey is very quick and easy, and it's usually the humanely raised. Okay, me too. (laughs) And lunch meat, buying high-quality lunch meat is important. But we know it's really hard to get four to six ounces of lunch meat in. So we're probably, so we're going back to the macros and making sure we are five meals can hit our macros, which means the most important thing is can it hit the protein? So if we're going to have a wrap, can we also add something else that gives us more protein? So if you didn't have a shake for breakfast, you could do a ready-made shake with your protein. Or with your wrap, you could do a salad maybe with some hard-boiled eggs. You could do small soup with bone broth or even a couple cups of just the bone broth as a side for your wrap. Totally normal and fine. You'll go to Panera and get a, a soup and a sandwich. So a wrap plus soup and salad. Okay. Maybe an almond flour wrap or a coconut flour wrap. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the siete wraps. It could even be a lettuce wrap. Okay. So one challenge I found with those wraps, if I do one, it's usually my carb limit. One wrap could be anywhere from like 30 carbs plus, depending on what kind you get, like an almond flour or coconut flour. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will try to divvy the protein between those. And I end up trying to fit 40 grams of protein in one wrap. This goes between two wraps, not one. I like the high fiber wraps, even though they have a little gluten, I I don't mind using the high fiber wraps. And this isn't an everyday thing, but 
twice a week, maybe. That's why we're trying to add a soup, shake, or salad to the wrap because we've got to get more protein in another way. Okay. But it looks like a normal meal still. Like I said, you'd go out and get half a sandwich or half a wrap plus a super salad, and that would be normal. We can do that on our own too for lunch. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I like to say everybody every day we should try to have a big ass salad. How about a big ass salad with some with some meat or something from dinner the night before, the day before? You've got extra meat because whenever we're cooking, we're we're trying to cook extra protein. So that makes it easy to make a big salad for lunch and just throw your leftover protein on it. Okay. If okay. I'm being on still getting there to the BAS salad. <laughs> I'm still getting there as far as eating a salad. I don't get excited when I want to eat a salad. And I know this is like a part of growing up and having to do it, <laughs> needing to do the things anyways, regardless of how you feel about them. I get more excited about a bagged salad. That's okay. Use a bag. Right. I've been checking the ingredients for wheat. I'm more apt to eat the bagged salads than I am the ones I would make at home. Because they're different. Mm -hmm. And they have stuff that we won't go buy and add all the little stuff. Right. Yes. (laughs) So they are usually okay. As long as they don't have a bunch of croutons and the cranberries will be sugary. So that will be your carb. Right. If there's cranberries and nuts, you probably won't eat something else. Like you won't add an apple to the meal. But I'm totally okay with bag salads if we can replace the dressing because that will put you way over the top. So we'll grab a couple bag salads because we all get bored with eating the same salads. It gives us a new, hey, this is new, fun, and fresh. If you can go to the sauce guide that I have then, and get your low to no calorie sauces, dressings, all the things and have those on hand. So you can throw that bagged crap dressing away that's got canola oil and crappy ingredients in it that are super inflammatory and so high in calories and replace it with something that's similar from my list. You are great. Does that sound good? Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So use the stuff, use the ideas from the bag, get the bag, try to find good ones without lots of weird stuff, sugary. We don't want to do like sugary candied pecans and stuff. But if you want to use that as part of your hurrah for a few days, I'm fine with that. I'd rather you do that than any fast food. Okay. If we can pick the better ones and use those, totally fine with that with a leftover protein. Okay. Good. Okay. Add some carrots of your own, maybe for fiber. Remember when I say big ass salad, we're throwing in all the veggies we can. Mm -hmm. We're just, we're trying to get our fiber way up, make it taste however you want with your sauces. Okay. All right. Does that sound easier and doable? It does. Yeah. The (laughs) convenience. That is appealing as, as long as I can do sauce. I can't eat a dry salad with no, oh God, no. No, nobody <laughs> can. That's that's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> sitting here like, hmm, does that, do those carrots have dressing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, baby carrots or a regular carrot. Like I would rather eat my carrots out of my salad than in my salad. So that's just me. But if you want to slice them up, I just don't like trying to get them with a fork and it's too much crunch and stuff. So I'll buy the little shredded shaved ones sometimes if I'm going to put them in a salad because I don't even, 
bother cutting them all up and everything. I'd rather just eat the carrot. So it's up to you, like based on your personality and what you actually like and what you will do. Don't take my stuff and because I do it, you have to do it. Like make it your own, even cucumbers. My husband and I will not eat a cucumber the same way. He likes the big (laughs) chopped cucumbers in a salad and I just take them all out and put them on his plate. And he's like, I... He's like, I've seen you eat cucumbers like a carrot stick. I could eat one just straight eating, but I like them sliced long ways, like picking them up and eating them just a preference. I like cucumbers. He likes cucumbers. We like to eat them different. I will not eat them like him in a salad. So there's no right or wrong. Let's find what is for you. Number four, we're two away. Do you have anything that really stands out that you like to eat for lunch? I have been enjoying the Amy's canned soup with the canned chicken. That was recommended. That was a go-to meal when I have those on hand. So the Amy's canned vegetable organic soup plus the canned chicken has been a go-to. Awesome. And it can be canned chicken, rotisserie chicken. Do you feel like it's enough food by the time you're done eating it? The canned chicken? Mm-hmm. And the soup. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, okay. That can be hard. There's a lot of fiber in there. That can be a little hard to finish, actually. Oh, it's wow. Big, wow. Okay. When I'm really is- hungry, because sometimes I have really hungry days and I am a high volume eater, meaning I like to feel full. There are some days where I need to feel full or I will go back to the kitchen or the pantry or reaching for something else. I'll do more bone broth in those Amy soups. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And make them just even bigger. So always option there. Also cutting up cooked, I'll cook celery or carrots too and throw more stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Number five. Oh, I got nothing. (laughs) All right. All right. Because I got something for you. How about stir fries? Stir fry is pretty much anything that's like a salad that's the cooking. Yes. Those are more appealing to me. I am more I am always more excited to eat cooked food than I am like a raw salad. Like, oh, I, okay. have to, I have to be intentional about a salad. With cooked foods, I can, I'm excited to sit down and eat those. Stir fries okay. sound great. Do you mm-hmm. ever add warm stuff to your salad, like cooked sweet potatoes, quinoa, or brown rice? Do you ever think uh, about adding something warm? Yes. Yeah. And I, I prefer warm foods over cold foods. I'm all, now that we're talking about this, getting through the nitty gritties, these, these are. Yeah. <laughs> these are this is what you, yeah, you got to understand about warm. yourself. Yeah. Will you like the cold stuff with Some, the hot stuff or no? Sometimes that's okay. I don't have any reservations about mixing textures or hot and cold or anything like that. If given a choice, I will always prefer cooked, warm, chopped up, ready to eat food. Like, okay. You, even if I've already prepared it, like Buddha bowls or things yes. that are heated. I'm yeah. way more excited to eat those than I am a salad. Awesome. Awesome. So when you're thinking about something like a Buddha bowl, mm-hmm. all we have to do then is fill in the blanks. What's your base for your bowl? Rice, cauliflower, rice, potatoes. What else okay. do you like? Kale, spinach, whatever is going to be your cooked base or a combination of all those things. Then we got to pick your meat. So you pick your protein and you know the measure of your protein, four to six ounces. Mm -hmm. Then we decide if the base is a carb, we're looking for another vegetable. Okay. And then our healthy fats. Mm -hmm. 
So you have an example of things that you like, so we can just put something on the board. So I just don't write bowl here, but we actually go in and make it real quick in our minds. Okay. Let's think of something Asian based, like a Thai Asian. I love sesame seeds. I love ginger. I love the chopped Mm -hmm. green onions. I love coconut aminos. I'm trying to think of flavors. So how about like a rice, cauliflower rice combo? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, both? You mean the green? If you needed it, if you wanted a higher volume bowl, up to you. You can always back off. Okay. No, that sounds great. Sounds like I would definitely want to eat this. (laughs) And protein hack here. I cook my, if if I'm going to cook rice, I cook it in bone broth with nine grams of protein per cup. So we've got a little extra protein even going in the rice. I mix the rice and the cauliflower rice, chicken, chicken, pork, steak, fish. What do you want? Those are all things that I love to eat. I like all of them. (laughs) Any of those go with Asian food. So you can pretty much decide whichever meat. And then some extra veggies. This is where I also like to bring in those shredded carrots, broccoli, zucchini. Pretty much when you're doing stir fry, you could go into your fridge and if you have bought too many vegetables and I call it the drawer of death where they're in there and the clock is ticking, this is when you can just pull all the veggies out, chop them up or not, whatever, and cook them though. And that's going to give you another three or four days of a relationship with them. (laughs) You're extending this time and making this last longer. And then you can throw them in a stir fry. That takes away that overwhelm that we were talking about before of being worried you're buying too much or preparing too much. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. There's ways to just make things last longer. Okay. What about a sauce? A sesame oil can be that doesn't go too far for it's very calorically dense. So that's where the amino acids come in. I'm sorry, coconut aminos, rice vinegar with no sugar. Do you like spicy? Sometimes, not all the time. Okay. I'll do that chili Thai sauce with Asian stuff. I make a super easy peanut sauce with peanut butter and uh, the coconut aminos. Okay. Yeah. And Amazing. I've never tried that. So your fats are in the peanut butter, but you put it, you stretch it instead of it being really thick and clumpy when it's mixed with the liquid and warmed up, it gets thin and it stretches a lot. It goes very far without your fats getting really high. Okay. Oh, I just thought of another lunch or dinner option. Now we're just flowing here. Bring it yes. on. Come on. <laughs> yes, as long as I can talk about the foods that make me excited. I'll start thinking of more. One of them would be a chicken bean. It doesn't have to be beans or rice. It's like a Mexican food bowl. I've done the beans. I've done the chicken. Love, you know, chopped cilantro, throw as much as I can in there. Salsa. Yes. A little bit of salsa. I try to veer away from making this a salad. Again, I'm more apt to eat it if it's more of a bowl where I have my thicker materials in there, my proteins. And warm. You like it warm. It's warm. (laughs) All right. I don't even care if it's a tablespoon of those crumbled cassava chips, the grain-free, half a tablespoon of sour cream or something. Those are the treat. Those are the things I can add on to my bowls that'll make me eat it. I'm excited to eat it. Yeah. I like to replace the sour cream with Greek yogurt. You get higher protein. Oh, yeah. So we know we can do different stir fry flavors. Again, the meats that work, chicken, steak, ground turkey, Easy stuff that was cooked maybe on a Sunday or Monday, and now it's Wednesday or Thursday, and you're pulling it out for something totally different than if you made it as an Asian 
stir fry on Monday, but you made extra meat that was unflavored. Two days later, you're having the same thing, Mexican style. Your brain doesn't think, oh, we're doing this again. No, we're doing something different and we're fine. It's just filling in the blanks. Protein, carbs, fats, different. Mm -hmm. Yep. Different flavor. Yeah. Tricking my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Are you using any kind of miracle noodle or spaghetti squash? I love spaghetti squash. That's probably one of my go-to dinner options. Okay. We're into dinners now, getting some dinner. Noodles or squash. I love those. Anything. Noodles or squash. Okay. And do you usually swing Italian those days? If I'm using a marinara for the spaghetti squash, yes. Those are the ideas I was hoping to go with you one day. I do get a little stuck for dinner, but those cheaper options that are quick to throw together, as long as the spaghetti squash is cooked. And there's a can of marinara. Yeah, I don't want you eating raw spaghetti squash. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> time because it takes a long time to cook. I put them in the crock pot during the day when I leave or if I'm here and I let them sit for eight hours in half an inch of water and they're done and I haven't had to do anything really. I cut them in half, throw them in the crock pot. Acorn squash too. I did that the other day. Butternut squash. You put a half an inch down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And put it on the slow, slow cook. I have the, on my crock pots a two hour cook or an eight hour. So I mm-hmm. do the eight hour. Okay. I've never had anything go wrong. Okay. I mean, All right. You know, they just might get a little mushier if they're too long, but usually those things are so hard and thick that yes. they need a lot of time. So it's a hard meal to come home and decide I'm going to do this tonight and it's five o'clock at night and you need to eat by 630. That's not doable. Now, zoodles, on the other hand, if I decide we're going to prep zoodles, we will doodle them or you call it with the machine. And then I'll just leave them sit there in the fridge without cooking them and flash cook them because they cook in one minute. You don't need any more than one minute of heat for zoodles. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a really quick option. As long as you're prepped, you can even buy the zoodles already zoodled. So. Okay. It just makes such an easy dinner. But usually if I'm going with spaghetti squash, zoodles, or miracle noodles, it's an automatic Italian theme. Okay. And I can switch out and give the kids pasta or they like the stuff too. If they've had a big practice or a game or something, I'm giving them more carbs and, and real pasta and then giving them some vegetables on the side. But it's an easy back and forth. Okay. That sounds great. So yeah, I'll keep those as I'll definitely keep that as one of my base meals for the week. As long as I can cut it in half. If I have the patience to cut the spaghetti squash, I can do anything in my day. So I used to always cut them the long way. And then my brother who has a meal prep company, he showed me to cut them the short way. What? Yeah. So much easier. You don't almost kill yourself. It's not a near-death experience. Yeah. So much safer. (laughs) Yes. It's the same. They come out the same. I promise. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Cause cutting that stem and stuff is so hard. Yes. This is life. advice. Okay. (laughs) I hope I saved somebody else's life on this show. (laughs) Saved my afternoon in the kitchen today. So this is great. Okay. (laughs) Remember we can also always do breakfast for dinner. That's always an easy, fun one. Eggs, super quick. I have been wanting to have a go-to soup to throw together. 
I get excited about gnocchi, gnocchi, gnocchi. I think it's Italian. Trader Joe sells a a gnocchi bag. It's potato and cauliflower. There are those frozen balls of joy and you just cook them in oil. But a lot of people throw soups. They're the carb Mm -hmm. option, potato in there. I like doing a vegetable soup too, where you do a base of vegetables and then add your protein like that you've already got cooked or you make the soup and it could be a different soup each week. You could do a chicken soup. You could do a chili. You could do something where you have, now we're going into winter, but at least two or three meals Mm -hmm. between you and your family, that soup being a lunch or a dinner. Yes. plan. So pick a soup per week. I have a really good egg drop Asian soup recipe that literally takes 10 minutes also. Okay. And then I just make fresh eggs. I don't cook the eggs and leave the eggs. I buy a bag of coleslaw. I'll share the link or the recipe. And oh, is it in your app? I don't think that one is actually. It's so easy though. It's so easy. It's so good. It's pretty much just taking whatever Asian flavors you have in your kitchen, doing a bone broth, adding the different sauces and a bag of coleslaw as cabbage. And then uh, frying a couple eggs in sesame oil. Mm-hmm. And I use the everything bagel seasoning because c- we usually have that okay. and it's great. So, so easy. Like I usually like I'll almost eat too much of it because it tastes so good. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm like full <laughs> of coleslaw and bone broth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds really good, actually. Yes, I love the link to that, to flavor that up and be excited to eat it. Trying to think what else for dinner. I... And then just your plain protein, carbs, yep. and a vegetable. Like, okay, I am trying to get more excited about eating the plain meals, like just salmon with broccoli or meat with a veggie, just plain. I'm, I would like to get there, but... And remember that <laughs> salmon is a flavor. And broccoli is a flavor. And we don't always have to have fireworks at every meal because we can be super excited about our goals. We don't have to be excited about every single action and step towards our goal. Okay. Because we can just super focused on how excited it's going to be when we get there. We're going to work on that too. Okay. I know it's hard. It's hard. It's all a lot, but you're doing great. You're showing up. You're getting answers to your questions. We've got a great list here, a base of meals. And this was stuff that once we started talking about it and once, I mean, we were talking about it, so it didn't give you the opportunity to come in with the negative overwhelming thoughts. Yeah, the barriers. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start now from now on. Let's write out all these meals. And I even have a two-week dinner rotation inside of the app. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Mm -hmm. So maybe you print a few of those. We print this that we've made examples here of meals that you can eat. And maybe that's what you start with when you sit down to plan. Okay. All right. You start circling. Like, what am I already going to do that I've already decided and is in front of me? Not starting with a blank sheet and going, I hope the answers come to me with no negativity, with no overwhelm. 